It's the Monday Wrap with my dad, Pastor Mark. Well, hello everyone. This is Pastor Mark and you're joining me on the Monday Wrap for Sunday, November 14th, 2021 in a message I've entitled, The Marks of a True Warrior, based on 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verses 13 and 14. Let's read those verses. There Paul writes, be on guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong, do everything in love. Well, today at Jerusalem Chapel Church, we've celebrated Veterans Day, and this is an opportunity where we celebrate the American warrior and the sacrifices made. And, you know, we all have our notions about what real warriors are, right? Uh, But there's some common threads to all of our notions. Uh, We all would often say things like, well, a real warrior is hardened and resilient, able to make or able to take on anything. A real warrior is smart, able to be creative and innovative and figure things out. A a real warrior is confident, able to believe in himself or herself. A real warrior is courageous, unwilling to let fear detract from the mission. A, A real warrior is physically strong, able to endure the stresses and struggles on the battlefield. A real warrior is vigilant unwilling to let the enemy sneak up and attack to attack a real warrior is principled staying true to his or her convictions goals and beliefs you know some of our prototypes or exemplars of true warriors include navy seals right and army rangers green berets air force pararescuers coast guard rescue swimmers delta force army paratroopers recon marines the army and marine infantry navy and air force fighter attack and bomber pilots Navy Seabees, Air Force Combat Controllers, Navy, Navy Submariners, and the list goes on, doesn't it? We, and we place these warriors on a pedestal and hold them out as the ideal defenders of our nation. And Veterans Day is the day where we remember these warriors and, and all those in the armed forces who support them, right? Like a, a, all the me, uh, military medical personnel and the logisticians of every sort and transport pilots and communications folks and the list goes on, right? And I told the story of a warrior that that I witnessed as an army chaplain some years ago. And I'm not going to recount that story here, but suffice it to say, I've been in the presence of some great warriors. 1 Corinthians 16 verses 13 and 14 is Paul's final words to the church in Corinth. And here Paul is using the language of struggle and trial. He talks in verse 9 about those who oppose him. He references needing help in verse 6. And he alludes to some contempt Timothy is facing and the resulting fear that Timothy is experiencing. So as a word of encouragement to the believers in Corinth, who are no doubt also experiencing opposition, need, and fear, Paul offers some advice, advice for the struggles and trials ahead, advice that sounds a lot like the words you would tell a warrior going off to battle. Now, this is appropriate because we are indeed warriors for God, aren't we? Paul himself refers to believers as warriors in Ephesians chapter 6 and Romans chapter 13. The Psalms use warrior imagery all the time, like Psalm 144 and Revelation is rife with warrior imagery as believers face the end times. So what does Paul say here? Some of the important attributes of a, of a warrior. That's what he's talking about here in 1 Corinthians 16, or at least he's alluding to it. Alluding to it. And these should sound familiar because they're a lot like the list we just reviewed a few minutes ago. 
Paul says that warriors must be on guard, doesn't he? Vigilant, ready, prepared, uh, practiced, laser-focused. Warriors must have their shields up and their swords ready. they got to be on guard, ready to take on the enemy. He also says warriors must stand firm. They, they can't back down. they got to dig in their heels and push back. They must be resilient. they got to be tough. Thirdly, he says warriors must be courageous. They must have the hearts of lions. Fear cannot stop them. They must stare the tiger in the eye and not flinch. And finally, he says warriors must be strong. They must be physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually fit. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? it sounds, and it's sound advice from Paul, isn't it? None of us would doubt its veracity. None of us would question its usefulness, and I doubt any of us would reject this kind of advice if it were given to us in our time of struggle, even if we were quite literally going off to war. These are the things a warrior must possess if he or she has any hope of surviving the battles of life. But. But. There's always a but, isn't there? But Paul adds one additional character trait of a true warrior. And it's a bit of advice that's different and even surprising. It didn't show up in our original list, and it's not something that we usually think about when we're staring down the enemies of life, when we're facing our giants. Paul says, do everything in love. We know as Christians that love is the central thing in a believer's life, don't we? I mean, we, talk, we think about the greatest commandment when Jesus asked, what's the, when Jesus was asked, what's the greatest commandment? He said, what? Love. Love God and love others. In 1 Corinthians 13, Paul says that at the end of everything, three things remain, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is what? Yeah, it's love, isn't it? Proverbs 10 verse 12 says, hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all offenses. Then, of course, Jesus told his disciples to love their enemies and pray for those who persecute them in Matthew 5, verse 44. And Matthew 5, 44 really speaks to what Paul is talking about here in 1 Corinthians 16, isn't it? Or doesn't it? In everything we do, even when facing our enemies and fighting our battles, love is paramount. It should be our foundation and our focus. Sure, we have to do some dirty, grimy, and unpleasant things in war or in life's battles and struggles, but we should always do them with love, love for God and love for others in full focus. Even if we have to take decisive action against our enemies, we can do so not with hatred and revenge in our hearts, but with compassion and love in our souls, hearts that long for peace but realize the realities inherent in war and strife. In other words, we can struggle and fight knowing that the unfortunate things we must accomplish are last resorts. They are things that we have to do even if we desire, even if we long not to do them. I talked about the early church father, Augustine of Hippo, who argued that Christians must love in war. He realized that war is a necessity in a fallen world, but even that, even in that unfortunate necessity, Christians can find love. He became the father of what we call today just war theory, and it's something that uh, military leaders really all over the world in many different countries, but certainly in our country here in the United States, that military officers and non-commissioned officers learn a lot about and what makes war just. And it really spawned from Augustine's uh, desire to reconcile war and love. 
It's too detailed to go into here, but suffice to say that love and war, battle, struggle are hard to reconcile, aren't they? But they can be reconciled through the attitude of the heart. What do you feel down deep? What are your root motivations? I mean, if a warrior's root motivations are revenge and hate and anger or getting even or anything like that, then he or she is not doing everything in love. But if a warrior longs for peace and struggles in his or her soul with the unfortunate actions that must be taken in war and struggle and the battles of life, and he has some compassion for those on the other side of the militarized zone, right? It's much better chance that love is being displayed. You know, as an army chaplain, I've had many opportunities to counsel with those who were struggling with what they had to do, the lives that maybe they had to take or the violence that they had to exact. I tell them, you know, the fact that you're struggling with this is an indicator of love. If you weren't struggling with it, if you were out to get revenge or exact your anger on someone, then I, I would say, yeah, maybe you're, maybe you're motivated by hate. Maybe love is not your thing. But if you're struggling in your soul with what you have to do or what you've had to do, it's an indicator that the Holy Spirit's doing something in your life. Of course, on the other side of the coin, I shared a story about a time when I was less than loving with someone that I had to counsel and leadership in the military. I won't go into that again, but it changed my life. It, the Holy Spirit used that moment to show me that, you know, I make mistakes, uh, not always loving. Sometimes in my struggles in life, I, I'm not loving. I, I just demonstrate anger or frustration. But a true warrior, folks, is someone who wars, who battles, who does all the things that Paul said, someone who stands firm, who demonstrates courage, who demonstrates strength and resolve, resiliency, but does all of this with love. So what are the true marks of a warrior? Well, they're the things we would expect, aren't they? Vigilance, firmness and toughness and courage and strength, but one thing we don't expect, and that is love. As Christians, that's what we're called to do, aren't we? To resolve that, to reconcile all the struggles that we have and the things we have to do as true warriors with this idea of love. How are you doing in your battle of life? Are you a warrior? Because if you're a secular warrior, if you're just warring like the world does, then you may probably have courage and resiliency and strength and vigilance and all this, but... You may also have hate and anger and revenge on your heart. But if you're fighting the battles the way Christ would have us fight them, you'll you'll be all those things, vigilant and firm and tough and courageous and strong. You'll also demonstrate love. The application that I gave you was that we need to be a warrior for God. We need to display all the traits of a good warrior, but not lose our testimony in the process. We need to always demonstrate Christ's love. Folks, I guarantee you that somebody listening to this right now is struggling with something, probably a relationship issue or something of that nature, and maybe you've been a little less than loving. Maybe it's time to be a true warrior. Be firm, be courageous, be strong, be resilient, be vigilant. Maybe demonstrate a little love this week. Show that person or that group of people or whatever 
You're a little different warrior. You're a warrior for Christ. Well, I hope this message has helped you in some way, and I hope uh, it'll firm you up for the week. It'll strengthen and motivate you for the days ahead, and that you can demonstrate true warriorship through love to the world around you. Well, God bless, and we will see you next time. Join us next week for the Monday Wrap with my dad.